0: I'm Andrew Wright and this is The Reading Room. Tonight's story is brought up to us by Reddit user Psycho Alpaca. He has two short novellas you can read on Amazon now, Eve and Ship Fools. There will be a link to those in the description. Tonight's story is The Birds of the Nether Realm. It's a writing prompt response. The writing prompt was originally, You are the final boss from a really hard game, so hard that no one was ever able to reach you. Today, someone finally shown up ready to the challenge. The problem is, you spent too much time without a fight and completely forgot how to do it. Let's go ahead and dive into this story here. I really enjoyed this one, and I think you will too. When I think of Liu Kang, I think of birds with no face, invisible birds, bodiless chirps traveling in the wind. That's how I see Liu now, in my head, after all these years. I don't know how long it's been now, a decade. There was this one time, a couple of years ago, Scorpion came by. It was one of these cold days in the nether realms when even the fire pits seem icy. We sat down by the hill overlooking the Rotten Skull Valley, and he told me there's all these games now. New platforms, new characters, new arenas that people play, and that's why no one plays our game anymore. That's why it's been so many years. I don't know how he would know that, but I don't know why he would lie either. But anyway, I wanted to talk about Lou, because he was the first one to come over. For so many years, I was alone in this place, apart from the odd visit from one of the other villains which never happens anymore. I figured very quickly that the game was owned by a kid, because kids lose interest very quickly and they're not very good, so that's why no hero would reach me. These were quiet years, lonely years of wandering around the hellish landscape, of riding flaming horses with no head across charred fields of bone and dust, of talking to myself, of long walks on blood shores. I resigned myself, after a while, to a life of solitude, convinced as I was that whoever this kid was who owned the game would never make it to Shang Tsung, the final boss. And then one day, he came along. I remember I was sitting under the shade of a tree in the absolutely horrendous fucking forest. It was the end of the afternoon, the red thunderous sky hanging low above my head when I heard the steps. I turned back and there he was, Liu Kang. I don't know what we did those first few weeks. Well, we'd fight, of course, whenever the kid turned on the game and I'd always win. The kid sucked, like I said. And pretty soon the kid gave up, or so it seemed, because he'd never shown up to play anymore and Lou and I, we began having more and more days to ourselves. I showed him around the place, he didn't like the nether realms at first. It's just so gloomy and dark and bloody, he said to me one night, at the house of all that's terrible and awful. I tried to defend it, but the truth is I didn't like it there either. Who would? It was a dark, nightmarish landscape, a boss's lair, nothing pretty there, but it was home for me. And home became to Lou too. He started joining me on my walks, on my headless horseback rides. We even started swimming in the Ocean of Blood together. We developed a routine like that. We'd talk about getting out and about visiting the other arenas, even though I think deep down we both knew it would never happen. And I'd tell him all about how I thought they would look, how nice they must look compared to the Netherrealms. Lou would tell me stories too, about the pit, and the Shaolin Temple, and the shrine, and the courtyard, and they all sounded so lovely in his words. The birds chirping, the blue skies, the nice architecture that didn't involve gargoyles or spears or pentagrams. This was many years ago, and it lasted for many, many years. Lou got to know the nether realms as well as I did. We got to be friends, good friends, maybe even more than friends. Before I tell you about the time it was all over, I want to tell you about the birds, because this one day, I may be romanticizing it but in my head I remember it being the day before the end. Actually, we were strolling down the road of fucking awful and absolutely unbearable despair, our casual routine walk, heading to the Valley of Tears and Unrelenting Horrors, when Lou said, I found something yesterday. He guided me toward an area I almost never went to, past the forest of rotten teeth and crushed souls of the damned, and we climbed a steep road toward the edge of the hill. What are we doing here? I asked, when we reached the top, overlooking the whole nether realm. Be quiet, Lou said. Then he took my hand and looked me in the eye, an eager smile across his face. What am I listening to? BE QUIET! LISTEN! And then I heard. The chirping. The birds. I had never heard birds before. I didn't even know what it was until Lu told me. They're from the Shaolin Temple. I realized yesterday you can hear them from here, because the temple is just south of here, that way. We couldn't see it. The temple was behind the evil mountains of mutilated limbs. But we could, indeed hear their songs, and that was beautiful, and like I said, I don't know if it was indeed our last day together, but it's the last memory I have of Lu, the birds with no faces singing to us at the top of the hill. Then Kung Lao arrived, we found him early in the morning, and we immediately knew, someone, maybe even the kid, older now, had found the video game again and had played their way to the boss. It was one thing when I beat Lu before, if the boss beats the hero, the game doesn't end, if the hero beats the boss though, it's over. I fought, even though I knew there wasn't much hope. In the end, when I was bobbing from side to side, before Kung finished me, I remember locking eyes with Lu. Before the end, we just stared at each other, him behind a tree in the background, me waiting to be crushed, and it all came back. At least for me, but I hoped for him as well. The walks on the beach, the horse rides, the morning talks. Everything returning, just before Kung finished me and the game was over and I woke up the next day all alone, no Lu, no one, this time forever because I knew no one would start the game from scratch anytime soon, and even if they did, what are the odds they would use Lu again? It all came back that one moment between me and Lu, and then it was over, and like I said, I woke up alone, which is still the way I am right now. I resumed my routines from before, my lonely walks and rides, my quiet days. I tried to avoid climbing that hill, like I said, but sometimes I'll go there. Sometimes I'll go there and close my eyes and hear the chirping from the Shaolin Temple, the arena just before the nether Realms. I'll hear it and think of better days and of laughs and talks with Lou and if I'm really, really quiet, I sometimes let myself dream that I can hear Lou's voice. That someone grabbed that controller again that he's fighting his way to me, villain by villain, climbing his way up to see his old friend and to ride on the headless horses and hear faceless bird songs carried by the wind. But then I remember bad guys can't dream too much, lest they lose what makes them who they are. So I open my eyes and Lou is not there, but the birds still sing. They will always sing. I'm Andrew Wright, and this has been The Reading Room, the short podcast for short stories. Once again, today's short story was brought to us as a writing prompt response by Psycho Alpaca. The story's name is The Birds in the Netherrealm. Links will be in the description to both the original story, Psycho Alpaca's subreddit, and a couple of his short novellas that you can buy now on Amazon. Thank you for listening, and good night.